Hey Augusta, this is Kenny G, and it's time for Arts Weekly with your host Brenda Durant of the Greater Augusta Arts Council. Here's Brenda with Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 WAEG. Welcome to Arts Weekly, your guide to arts and entertainment in Augusta, Georgia, and the areas around. I am Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council. In the next half hour, I'll pull back the curtain on art, artist, and people working hard to make your play in easy in Augusta, Georgia. Joining me today, I have two guests. Our focus for our conversation is the Gertrude Herbert Institute of Art and what's happening inside and out. So we have Lily Morris in the house. Lily has a workshop coming up. We're going to talk about that. And Larry Millard is here. He has an exhibit with a closing reception coming up, and we're going to talk about Larry's exploration of um, iconic, can I say motels in Augusta, Larry? Does that work? You can't mm, nod places, on the radio, mister. Places. Pl- iconic places in Augusta that we we're, we want to preserve. We want to preserve their memory at least. So um, welcome to both of you, and thank, thank you for being you. here thank you. Um, this thank you for morning. So Larry, as I promised in over the beautiful buffet in the green room at Perry Broadcasting, um, you're up first. And so uh, you are relatively new to Augusta. This is your third year in town? Fifth year. Fifth year in town. Yes. How time flies. He's yes. been a board member of, of mine since I think his second year in Augusta or midway through the, his first. And um, so you hit upon an exploration. I know we started talking about motels, but it's been a little bit more than that. It has. Um, not only am I a sculptor, but I have a, a certificate of historic preservation from the University of Georgia. He carries that in his back pocket. And Yes, I carry that in the back pocket. It's worth, I don't know what, but anyway. <laughs> I uh, have been very interested in the architecture here, the buildings here, uh, the, the communities here, and it's been very, very exciting seeing this history of Augusta. Yes, we preserved a lot of it, not yes. all of it. Yes, and I'm the one to not be so interested in, let's say, Somerville beautiful houses, but uh, places in, on Twiggs Street, yes. uh, abandoned uh, garages, uh, service stations. Uh, motels that are on the Gordon Highway. One of the first things that I noticed here, I was driving down some street. I don't know what it was. I drive all over the town just looking at things, and I saw this giant building, and I thought, what in the world is that? It turns out it was Regency Mall, and uh, I was like, I was amazed by this giant thing with an orange door. And so yes. I drove around it like three or four times, just sort of figuring it, trying Could to figure out. Could you get what, inside the parking lot? No, no. Lot? I just drove around okay. the, the perimeter streets. And I was amazed that here was this hulk of a building that was abandoned, essentially. And um, I started driving along the Gordon Highway, and, and it's this six- to eight-lane highway that seems to go somewhere. It goes to Fort Gordon, of course, and goes into South Carolina. But I thought, you know, there's like... At 10 o'clock in the morning, there's five cars and along with my car. And a main artery, yeah. Yeah, and it, uh, obviously there was something else. And I started, so I started looking at the shopping centers along the street. I started looking at motels and buildings. And all are at this sort of stage that is extraordinarily interesting to me. And there's a certain melancholy about the street. But at the same time, there was something very hopeful about it. So I, I did quite a bit of research uh, into what... Gordon Highway is and what it was and it was built I think it opened in October of 1955 and there were a number of places that opened along there there was a Holiday Inn which I've 
I, I think I know which building was the Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. but I've, you know, unfortunately, the Border Chaser Holiday Inn sign is gone. But uh, I, and I ran across the Cardinal Inn. Now or, or I motel. remember the Cardinal when I moved to town. Iconic. We loved the Cardinal. The Cardinal sign. You looked for that sign when you were coming back into town. Yes. yes. Well, and, and I understand that, and so I, I, I saw it, and I thought, my gosh, I was, I was buying welding supplies down next, next business down. So I stopped and took some photographs, and then I've gone back and taken other photographs. And that's one of the images in the show, is well, both sides of the Cardinal. And, and I knew that you were working on this, yeah. you know, and we had talked about the Cardinal, and I got a text a few weeks ago, and, and Larry is in the middle of installing a piece of public art in, in a Harrisburg Park. He's working on getting his show up in the Gertrude Herbert. He's doing, you were going out of town for something else, and I thought, and I got a text that said, Cardinal Hotel being razzed this morning, and I said, Oh, my God, I have to tell Larry, even though he's so busy, and I sent you a note because we were afraid the sign was going to come down. Well, I've since seen that it's been purchased by someone or acquired by someone who owns a racetrack around here or a drag street or something. Really? And so apparently he will take care of it. Preserve of the, the sign? Si- of the sign. Such but a the, good sign. I drove down just to confirm that it was gone, and yes, it is gone. And it's a uh, sort of a graded lot right now. So, so they, the motel is gone. Is the sign gone too? And someone's taking care of it. It's yeah, the still. sign is gone. The um, motel was gone. For, has been gone for several years. There was a restaurant uh, office, something in the front that was there for a while, and it's that was what was being raised. It was not the right. the the motel. So yeah. And and then there's other motels along there that just have fascinated me. The the old Ramada Inn. That's which my is, hotel. You yeah. know, that's mine. That's where I yeah. stayed when I came to town. Uh, which we was, stopped on Gordon Highway. Yeah. Which is a. It's. I've forgotten what it's called now, but uh, it's very interesting. There's another one across the street that are images that are in the uh, in the exhibition. So let's talk about No Vacancy, the show at the Gertrude Herbert. What What will we see there? You'll see some ceramic work, which I did when I first came here. I I had never really worked in ceramics because I I never in sort of enjoyed the functionality of ceramics. But I started working with uh, Raul, who teaches at Augusta University, and started playing with clay in a different way. You'll see a lot of perforated clay there. And uh, there'll be those things. There are some books that I've done that are books that are, um, that have been basically not destroyed exactly, but pretty much destroyed by by me. And then you'll see a lot of of mesh banners. There, There are five different works that are about motels and shopping center signs and it i only figured out uh, recently that one of them is the cherokee shopping center okay sign and i could not quite make it out so but but um the uh, i'm sure everyone has a story for you when they when yeah. they see this exhibit so. they want to tell so. you a story about and their yeah, favorite place and that's part of a number of things that i think about based on historic preservation and being an artist and that is how does art function to cause people to think about something beyond the work like Mm -hmm. work is a shadow of what you're thinking as an artist or what you're thinking about how do you how do you get people to to sort of beam into it and not so much just tell familiar stories but how do you how do you question what people know and i think and and i've I've made a couple of notes to myself is that you know if, if anything from any show that i ever have i want people to ask more questions or be questioned than to get answers, because art to me is not about answers at all. It's about asking questions. 
So, if you this is interesting to you, and I think it is to many people in Augusta who love the the history and remembering where they shopped when Gordon Highway was the the king of uh, shopping in, in Augusta. The show is up currently at the Gertrude Herbert Institute of Art, beautiful um, gallery and exhibit space. Uh, and if you have been following the Gertrude Herbert on Facebook. Um, you'll see they've been doing some renovations outside, Major outdoors. Talk about it, um, Lily. The, the, I know a lot in the back. The back porch yeah, has been the, redone. the back veranda and underneath the veranda is, is being redone. So um, I know Heather Williams, the director there, is just just overjoyed with the changes that she is seeing and they are so long overdue. They are. I believe it's been about 20 years since any kind of major work was done. and. Wow much longer than that before anything's been done to the the back of the Gertrude Herbert where so many of their functions take place. Oysters on Tail Fair is largely in that back area so it's going to be much more beautiful after this renovation. It will be gorgeous and I know that I, I was there for Oysters on Tail Fair and it will be nice for the next events yeah. uh, outdoor indoor and um, as far as the gallery and exhibit. So the Gertrude Herbert is open from 10 to 5 next week, I believe closed on Monday. And Larry, talk about your closing exhibition. What 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 are the times okay. for that on um, Friday the 28th? It's 6 to 8 on Friday the 28th, as you say. And there's a there's another component to the show that I think is interesting or important. Uh, one of the things that I did when I was he first here or last year was to it wasn't when I was first here. Um was to make some batons that were uh, fundraising batons. And, and so I continue to make them just for sort of fun. I've done some, some about immigration. There's some in India right now in an exhibition and uh, that's traveling. There's one in Can a show that's going to open in Kansas City, Kansas, or in, in uh, Missouri soon. Um, and anyway, uh, I made a number, I made 40 of these batons, and children from uh, seventh grade at the Heritage Academy came over and painted these batons and so they are available at the space for sale and um, the, the, the funding scheme that I have is that 35% goes to the Gertrude Herbert which is a standard fee that Gertrude Herbert charges for sale of work but then the remaining amount goes to the child who created the work and one of them if, if no one buys them one goes back to them and then the one they don't like as much as one of them they give to me they pick their if, favorite. Yeah, they pick a favorite. Yes. If they sell both of them, they get the money. So nice. I, you know, so I'm not going to get anything out of right. it. But well, other than the pleasure that they have have had an opportunity to To uh, be able to, to say you sold a piece of, of art, art at the Gertrude yes. Herbert. I can't say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. So I'm, I'm very excited for them, and I hope there's a good turnout from yeah. the Heritage Academy. I hope so, too. All right, so that is number one of our Gertrude Herbert. Lily has something to say. Well, I just wanted to uh, give a shout-out to the instructors for the Gertrude Herbert. There is also a faculty show for the, for the instructors that provide workshops at the Gertrude Herbert that's upstairs, I believe, in the Creel Harrison and probably has spilled out into some of the other upstairs space, but uh, there are a number of... So you're not just coming for one show yeah, that night. No. You're going to come see the beautiful renovation of the Gertrude Herbert. You're going to come and see No Vacancy, and then you're going to go upstairs and see the instructor show. Exactly. Which is um, super fun, walking up that curly staircase. Yeah. I like that. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for that. I want to remind everyone that you can um, see information that, about the shows. If you forget the date or the times, you can go to our website, AugustaArts.com, click on Arts Calendar, um, hit the date which would be next Friday and uh, the 28th, and uh, see all that information. It has a click-through if you want more information from uh, the Gertrude Herbert for all our events. If there's a ticket you can buy, we have the 
web link. Uh, you can also sign up for our newsletter and receive a weekly newsletter. You can also, if you're interested in sponsorship for any of our events at the Arts Council, um, send us an email about that. We also post calls for artists, so if you're an artist interested in um, local calls and regional calls, we post that to our website as well. So take a, take a tour of the website and remember that as you can always join the Arts Council as well via our website and members come to our wet paint party um, and art sale, which is a free event for members of the Arts Council, and that is the day after Larry's closing uh, show, which is uh, March 29th at Sacred Heart with a little Hollywood theme. We'll have a good time on the 29th. I'm going to take a break and come back in a few minutes to talk to Lily Morris about a workshop that she is offering at the Gertrude Herbert Institute of Art. So stay with us. You're listening to Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM. Welcome back to Arts Weekly, your guide to arts and entertainment in Augusta, GA, and the areas around. Joining me in the segment, as promised, is Lily Morris, a local artist who's going to share her wealth of knowledge and creativity in a um, workshop at the Gertrude Herbert Institute of Art. I love hearing about this, Lily. So tell us about your workshop. It's um, Friday, February 28th, and Saturday the 29th. Yes. Two um, full days, 10 to 5. Yep. Two full days, 10 to 5. It's intended to give people an opportunity to explore working in an abstract manner. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people can become a little confounded as to how you um, manage to pull off a painting that looks like you've just scribbled. But there's got to be some thought given to composition and, you know, all of the, the various elements that go into a good painting. Yes. So it's intended for people who have some painting experience, but if, uh, if we have some beginners out there that would just like to come and have fun and learn a little something about gestural drawing and um, just getting loose, then getting they're more loose. than welcome. I know. It's, it's interesting how many people will say, and I, I talked to a woman recently who said, I thought it was going to be so easy. Like, I just thought I could do it. And she said, I couldn't at all. Well, many artists will tell you that to work abstractly is very difficult. Mm -hmm. They're surprised when they get there and find that it's not just child's play. Yes. But you do need the freedom of child's play. It's like a controlled freedom, I suppose, knowing those basic elements of composition that are so important. I'm sure it's a small class. You still have a room as of today. You know, oh, we yes. record a, a week ahead of your class, but as of today, you still have some spaces. I do still have space available. Um, I attended an abstract immersion uh, five-day retreat uh, just last week oh, with a wonderful artist by the fresh. name of Audrey Phillips. So yes, I'm fresh and full of ideas and enthusiasm and want to share what I gleaned when I was down there. It was held at the Atlantic Center for the Arts in Florida. So um, yeah, it was a wonderful experience. That's so interesting. I love that. And there's, I mean, we should mention there are lots of classes at the Gertrude Herbert. We're just talking about yeah. one um, workshop. But if you... Um, you know, follow the link for the uh, either Larry's exhibition or um, Lily's class and, and go to their website. You'll see just a variety of classes. Right. And it's uh, ghia.org. And I perused the classes this morning. There's everything from drawing, basic drawing, to uh, portrait drawing, to painting, plein air painting, um, just lots of, lots of figurative uh, 
classes and um, even pottery and that sort of thing. Right, a great a great reentry. A lot of us took classes in in high school, um, maybe a little in college, and then stopped. And you have that yearning to go back to what you loved so much. And the Gertrude Herbert is a great intro back into um, something that you loved as a, a young adult or a, um, like newly married before all that time. I want to also give a plug for a course that we um, partnered with the Gertrude Herbert to produce, and that is our business of being an artist class. We are approaching the end of this session. This is a class we offer for uh, local artists who want to learn the business side of art. We don't teach the art classes like Lily is doing, but we also um, have an exhibit at the end, so their whole class is working towards this end exhibit. The end exhibit is on the 27th of February, so you can actually have a fun art week next week and um, see a lot of things. It's called Locally Sourced, and we um, uh, we partner with the Jesse Norman School and use their gallery, the um, Ellis Ann and Ellis Johnson Gallery, to hang their work. And the artists have worked hard um, for this. Yes, I actually had the pleasure of speaking with oh, them good. about applying for shows or uh, seeking out um, art residencies. And they're a very enthusiastic group of people and deserve our support. Uh, so if you're interested in seeing some brand new artists on the scene, this yeah. show on the 27th would be a good opportunity. It's, it's, it's really, it's a great group. It's a great opportunity. And um, we're, we're happy to partner with the Gertrude Herbert to bring this class to the community. A lot of artists have, maybe some have exhibited, for instance, our wet paint party is a and even everyone's in, uh, pretty much type of show, but that's not the case with most art shows. You have exactly. to go through an application process and you have to have your vision. Um, but when they went to visit the frame shop, my husband's business, uh, to, to learn about framing, I said to Edward, please make sure you tell him how to put the, the, the eyes on the back and screw them in tight and put the wire on because that's our biggest problem with our shows is that the artists bring a piece and there's not a way to hang it. And that's super yeah. frustrating. Uh, for us, and most shows would just send you home and exactly. not and not take out our tool bag and and uh, fix it. <laughs> put the screw eyes on the back. So, thank you, Lily. I'm going to take a, a break now and come back and take a quick glance into the future of more arts events in Augusta, Georgia. I'm Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council. This show is podcast from our website augustaarts.com. That's also where you can find our full calendar of arts events in Augusta. Our sign up for our newsletter and look for local calls. Stay with us. You're listening to Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM. Welcome back to Arts Weekly, your guide to arts and entertainment in Augusta, Georgia. I'm Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council with four minutes. I'm going to do a quick run through our calendar, but remember you can go to AugustaArts.com, open our calendar, and see everything that we talk about on this show. I want to remind you that today, the 22nd, we are having our Mardi Gras party in the Augusta Common from 4 to 8. Come on down. Maybe you'll win the costume contest. We have beads for you. There is food by the French Market West. Hurricanes by Second City Distillery, and loads of craft beers from AB Beverage. So, and a great DJ playing Cajun music um, on our stage on the Common. And if you have um, participated in the marathon, come and recover with us on the Augusta uh, Common. I want to just talk about some things coming up. And I played this game yesterday when I was loading the show up, so I'd be have things to talk about. I have a an Alexa. Um, listening device I think of them now I'm sitting behind my desk and I would say um, Alexa 
uh, play music by Ashley McBride, and she would play that. Ashley McBride will be in town on Thursday, February 27th at the Miller Theater. Um, also coming up is the Da Vinci Project. This is at the Maxwell Theater at AU. This looks super interesting. It's also Thursday, February 27th, and it's a musical celebration of Leonardo da Vinci, our Renaissance man. It's uh, to honor his legacy. They'll be premiering a new work by Jocelyn Hagen, The Notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci, featuring large chorus, orchestra, and video projections. That looks some, like something we've never seen before. Creative Soul, again, Alexa, play Creative Soul, will be at the Bell Auditorium on February 28th. The Public Forum on the 1970 Augusta Race Riot. This is a little preview to all the work that will be going on during the, um, the weekend of our uh, riot in 1970 is February 28th at 6.30 at the Jesse Norman School, moderated um, by um, Gary Dennis. If you have not been, women, if you have not been to see Menopause the Musical, it's at the Miller on February 25th, a Tuesday night. I did go with a group of women a few years ago, and it's um, super fun and super funny. Don't forget that on the, the 28th, it's the closing reception for the uh, at the Gertrude Herbert of two different exhibits going on. And Jane Garner's tribute to Johnny Cash is February 28th at 7.30 someplace. Let me find out where. Jabez Harden Auditorium. That's the auditorium in Evans next to inside the Evans Library. I want to thank you for listening today. Don't forget to go and check out our website, AugustaArts.com. Our wet paint party is open and free for members of the Arts Council. You can join today for as low as $35. Again, AugustaArts.com. That's also where this show is podcast. So if you think we're all extremely clever and your friends need to listen to Larry, Millie, and Brenda, you can tell them to listen to the podcast from our website. Thanks for listening today. Have a great week. Get out there and have some fun in Augusta, Georgia. I'm Brenda Durant. You have listened to Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM.